Good afternoon, everybody. It's Dean from the Two Party Podcast. Uh, just wanted to go over some news updates. Uh, it's been a minute since we've done that. Uh, there's some pretty good news going on. Uh, let's just dive right into it. Uh, I'm going to start with the first one that I wanted to discuss, and that's uh, Trump oversees Israel to uh, two Arab state sign pact. So uh, this is about uh, Donald Trump uh, overseeing a historic diplomatic pact between Israel and two Gulf nations that he hopes will lead to a, uh, a new order in the Mideast and in the upcoming election in September 15th. So this is really actually a pretty cool thing um, because, you know, we all know about the, the over uh, the Middle East overseas. It is just uh, it's nuts over there and they need I say they as if, you know, the powers that be need it. It's not the, the powers that be the government over there that needs peace. OK, the government needs to seek peace. The people and the unrest amongst the people and citizens and innocent women, children, um, they need the peace. Those are the people that truly, um, truly should, should deserve to have this pact go into effect and hopefully be honored by both sides where uh, we, can, we can watch and see some progress in the Middle East. Um, it, you know, there's parts of the Middle East and I, I have a few Middle Eastern friends that, that have come and gone from there. I have a friend who has taught there. Um, you know, I, I've heard all sides of it. I've heard, I've heard the, the, the cries from those people and what they were, they're asking and wanting. And, you know, and, and at the end of the day, everyone deserves to be free. Everyone deserves to have peace. Um, everybody should, should be able to raise their children and, and, and be able to live their life and, and have opportunity to do so. Um, no matter what they're, um, you know, under peaceful action, uh, no matter what their religion, no matter what their background, their culture, um, th th that's, I think that's part of the, the biggest issues we have with war and um, differences throughout our history is you just see so many uh, people that just can't stand a, a different culture. And we know the, the war in the Middle East has been going on, uh, turmoil from, from way back, uh, religion, differences in, in culture, differences in, in what, what they believe the, the uh, knowledge of God or uh, Allah is. Um, and, and, and then just overall how to govern um, tends to be, it's a, it tends to be a power thing. And, and unfortunately, you know, there's no way to tally up the deaths you know, that have been caused by the, the overseas, the, the, the wars over overseas. So um, just I just wanted to, to touch on that. Um, the main thing I think is interesting is that you, you're not seeing I mean, I'm looking I'm look I'm literally looking up Trump overseas, uh, you know, peace deal. Um, go ahead and try. Uh, look it up. Uh, it's, you know, you're going to find some, some touch base. Uh, like I just read off was a Yahoo, uh, uh, kind of a, you know, minor detail of it. But I mean, this is huge. This is something that should be posted on, on the front of every news channel right now. Um, as it's going on, this is, uh, for the, for people in the Middle East, uh, these Arab nations and Israel, this is historic. This is, uh, an amazing deal. 
um, that, that really, I mean, if you're not in support of this, you don't really know what's going on over there. Um, and, and that, you know, I know that's going to be fall on some people's ears and they're going to be like, oh, we just hate Donald Trump. And, um, you know, you don't know the issues over there. and This isn't a good deal. This is a great deal. Anytime you can seek peace and anytime you can you can bring some closure to a nation or bring nations together to work together diplomatically. Uh, absolutely great. Um, if you want to argue against uh, peace, uh, then you're not for peace. You're, you're not for other people having peace in their lives. You, you're all about drama and disruption and uh, and it's just not fair. I mean, we're in 2020. It's time to to look at some different things. Um, so that being said, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, to, you know, I've been kind of following this since it was first announced and, and he's been getting, you know, every bit of blown away Pelosi, you know, oh, this is distracting from Corona. Uh, I'm sorry, this should distract from Corona. We've lived through Corona for many months now, and this is an, a historic deal. And we deserve to we deserve to hear about this. Uh, the American people, the, the Saudi, the Israeli people, uh, Arab Emirates, they deserve to hear about this. Um, and not only hear about this, they deserve this. So uh, I'm glad it's distracting from Corona. Um, that, that's kind of my stance on it. It should. Uh, anytime there's a deal, a peace deal between nations that have been warring for years uh, and, and a diplomatic solution comes together, um, it, it, remove Trump from the scenario. This is a great thing. So that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. Uh, another one, Netflix star and Biden surrogate Jerry Harris raided by the FBI who are allegedly soliciting photos and sex form from minors. Jerry, <clears throat> Jerry Harris star of Cheer on Netflix and former Joe Biden presidential campaign surrogate has been raided by the FBI uh, for allegedly soliciting photos and, and sex from minors. The FBI executed a search warrant on Harris's home in Naperville, Illinois, on Monday afternoon. The investigation launched was uh, made after allegations from a 21-year-old uh, against 21-year-old Harris by 14-year-old uh, tw twin brothers. Um, USA Today spoke to the boys who described the pattern of harassment, both online and cheer competitions, that started when they, they were 13 and Harris was 19. It continued for more than a year. Harris is accused of asking one of the brothers for sex to have sex with him in 2019 at a varsity cheerleading competition. Uh, the FBI is conducting author, uh, court authorized law enforcement activity in the area. Uh, so they're, they're, you know, they're looking this up. They're following through. They're, they're getting all the reports, phones. Uh, you know, nowadays, at the digital age, uh, there's so much, so many easy ways to track and trace things like that. Um, uh, there's a lot of I know there's a lot of clickbait out there that people don't realize how dangerous it is just to click on something. Um, but but this to me, again, here's another. This is a historic headline. Uh, it's just one guy. It, you know, this is obviously being thrown a little bit out there because obviously election and uh, oh look, it ties to Biden because, you know, that's politics. Uh, if it ties to Trump, they're going to throw it out there for sure. Uh, so, you know, it. it does this is this something where we can say Biden is completely tied to this? No, I mean the headline says it all. It's just a surrogate of, of the Biden campaign. This is not a uh, you know Biden's right hand man on the campaign. So, however, it's disgusting. Uh, any any type of uh, sex with minors and and child. Uh, we're hearing about this cuties movie and on Netflix and their stance on it and 
and I'm sorry, it's absurd that we're even having the discussion in our nation uh, and people aren't in jail, okay? It's, it's, a, uh, it's disgusting that the parents aren't being held accountable for allowing their children uh, to have a career in acting and to act out parts at their age and do what they did in, and uh, were seen doing in this movie. So I don't know how you feel about it. I feel uh, that the, the families should be in jail and held accountable, just like if uh, somebody was doing this in your neighborhood uh, just Joe Schmo and this was going on and they were uh, putting their child through acting school locally and this this was witnessed in a local neighborhood. You'd have the news all over this. The parents would be in jail. Uh, child services would have stepped in. The children would be removed from the home. Uh, that is where we are at as society is is we are at a point where it is acceptable because your child can be a star. It is acceptable to basically pimp them out to the movie industry, entertainment industry. Uh, we, we've heard a lot about this now. I, I, there's a lot of things I can disagree with, but Rose McGowan, um, I, I follow her on Instagram. I follow her on a couple of her social platforms and she says some, some crazy wild things sometimes. Uh, and, and we know she's, she takes a very firm feminist stance, uh, but I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, some of what she says, I totally agree with, and I'll be even more honest about it. I like what she says sometimes. I like that she calls out Hollywood. I like that she calls out Weinstein, uh, if that's his name, Weinstein, whatever. Uh, I like that she calls him out for, for what he did, his, his part in her abuse. I like that she calls out other people in Hollywood that she has been in Hollywood and witnessed and been a part of and a victim of these things. I also like that she will even call out her own friends in Hollywood and other celebrities who she may be friends with when their opinion, uh, prime example is kind of her, uh, I think she just uh, called out Alyssa Milano. I know they're good friends. Uh, she called out Hillary Clinton. Um, so there, you know, she doesn't hold back and, you know, as much as she can, she can get a little extreme on her point of view. Um, I, I, I can kind of feel, I can relate with her. Uh, I feel like we've come to a point in this nation where pimping your child out for se a sexual movie to get profit off your child and supposedly start your child's career, uh, into, into entertainment, you know, to help their future. Uh, we, you hear horror stories, some you don't hear because it's really hush hush, but you, you hear the horror stories. Um, whether you want to believe it or not, Corey Feldman, I mean, there's just, you can go down the list of the sexual problems and abuse that went on in, in entertainment in Hollywood back in the day, all the way up to today. Uh, this movie showing that it's still occurring and being allowed to occur as, as you know, you're, you're putting a film budget, time and money and investors money into a movie like this. So it is still going on. It is running rampant. Uh, we know by the daily arrests you hear about in the news that child porn and child sex trafficking is real and continuing to go on. Nobody wants to talk about it in, on the entertainment side. Um, it's, it disgusts me when I hear this stuff. Um, it disgusts me that it's been allowed to continue. It disgusts me that uh, we as a nation uh, are going to allow a corporation to, uh, whether the corporation filmed it or not, to release it. Uh, to release it on a public platform or forum um, and not hold them accountable for
for the laws we have in this nation. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's just uh, if that doesn't cross the line of child abuse and neglect, uh, at the very least, uh, there there's a law on the books that it does violate, and the parents should be held accountable. The managers of these girls should be held accountable if it's their parents. Same thing, hold them accountable. Um, period. The talent agencies, the producer, editor of this. Uh, should be held accountable. As far as I'm concerned, the editor uh, of this film uh, it was in possession of, and the, the the whole time of filming was in possession of child porn uh, and or provocative child uh, video. Uh, so I don't know. That's where I'm at on that. Uh, I know a lot of you guys, this is a hot topic, that movie. Uh, so that being said, <clears throat> I just wanted to touch on that. Um, I'm typing something in real quick. Uh, so another thing I wanted to touch on is local story here is we have uh, two officers were shot. Okay. Uh, this occurred, um, I want to say back in June, July. Let me, let me check. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to throw your facts off here. So this wasn't the story I was looking for. So needless to say, this, this, um, and pardon my opinion, but this scumbag, um, David Ware, uh, apparently was pulled over for, uh, some erratic driving, ran a stop sign in front of an officer. The officer witnessed it. Now, uh, he was pulled over at 3.30 a.m. June 29th near 21st Street and, uh, uh, 21st Street and 89th East Avenue uh, in, here in Tulsa after officials said he made a dangerous turn. So uh, they discovered he had an expired tag and asked if he had any drugs or weapons. Uh, upon, you can watch the video and mind you, if, if you if you don't like graphic stuff, um, don't watch the video. I have watched the video. I pulled it up yesterday when I heard about it. Um, uh, I was astonished that they that they the defendant's attorney got to release the video and the judge allowed it. But, you know, uh, it looks like this case is trying to be the, the attorney trying to push this into a public forum and, and try to sway getting maybe a jury that will see it kind of as a public stance that this guy was defending, trying to defend his life or scared. But you watch the video if you want to. I did. It's horrific. Uh, these officers lost their lives. They're both young officers. Well, one lost his life. The other one is in rehab trying to learn how to walk and talk again. And uh, he's doing a great, a great job from what I've seen in the videos that I've seen him post actual himself. Uh, the guy's talking. He's, he's kind of in a wheelchair working on walking again, wants to come back to duty. I mean, amazing guy. Um, but <clears throat> the other guy lost his life. Uh, so this guy, you know, he, he got pulled over. They, I mean, they gave him over 40 commands to get out of this car. Uh, we're not talking about two rookie deputies. We had one deputy on the scene, newer uh, and we had the other deputy who was the supervisor, sergeant. Um, so this this isn't like, you know, two random cops that just pulled some guy over and started harassing him. Um, they, they asked him several times, get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the car. He didn't get out of the car. There was a, uh, they said they would tase him. They, they, the both officers went around to the one side of the car, decided uh, he wasn't going to comply. They, uh, the, the officer from the far side of the car had tased him. It really didn't have any, any action other than just kind of pissing the guy off. They went around the car and tried to get him out of the car. He refused to come out of the car. There was a little bit of a scuffle, 
And at some point, and it was very hard to see in the video, but you could you could just determine that that must have been the point. But he was flailing with his right arm and at some point had to have reached either under a seat or under a floor mat. Uh, somewhere on that floorboard of that car in the, near the driver's side uh, was a gun. Uh, and it appears that he grabbed that gun. Um, I, I know at the beginning they were talking about he had grabbed one of the officer's guns. Um, I don't think that's what I saw. I think it looked like he flailed around enough till he found a gun. Um, and that's what I saw in the video. So I know there's been different stories told about what had happened at this point. Um, so uh, at, at that point, police officer said that he had pulled the gun on Johnson and Zarkeshin is the other officer and fired multiple times. Uh, Johnson and Zarkeshin were shot in the head, uh, both of them, and taken to the hospital. Um, <clears throat> the next day is when Johnson had died and Zarkeshin was critically injured. So this is, um, again, a horrific story, okay? The video, they released it. It's been very, uh, a pretty bad topic for, you know, our local news as well as um, our law enforcement. Um, this is this is kind of a, really a kick in the nuts to our law enforcement, to, to say the least. Um, to th this in the future may, may be able to help them with training and different different aspects of what they can do to improve uh, and prevent hopefully this situation. But everybody's unpredictable. Criminals unpredictable. Uh, nobody knew this guy. You watch the video, you, you can see he's kind of acting a little erratic. But you, you would have never guessed this guy was fixing to pull a gun and kill two, try to kill two officers, uh, and succeed in one. Um, so, but I don't, I don't, I agree with the law enforcement. This should not have been, um, released, uh, for the victim's family, for, for David Ware's own family. Uh, I don't think that this is, I don't think public opinion, the court of public opinion is where this case should be tried. Uh, it's very blatant. The guy jumped out of the car, uh, fired the weapon, got the one officer in the head, turned, shot the other officer in the head, and, and they kind of edited the video, the one I saw, so you kind of missed what they said happened at the tail end, which was he basically stood over one of the officers and, and execution style shot him again. Uh, I That portion of the video I have not seen, so I don't know how true that is, but that was the original statements um, and original um, reporting done. So that being said, I don't, you know, I don't want to glorify the fact that that may have happened, but that's what was told in the beginning. I did not witness or see that in the video I saw of this case. Uh, so horrific incident, uh, dude's in jail, dude should stay in jail or get honestly, you know, the, 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 to me, it's, it kind of pushes the whole, this guy's a career criminal. He's got a record. Um, as far as I know, don't quote me, I'm pretty sure he was a felon. So he was a felon in possession of a gun. His intentions, anytime, you know, people talk about this felon with a gun thing. And, and I'm a firm believer. And if you've done your time, you do your crime, do your time. And when you get done with your time, there should be a period of time where as a felon, you can, if you're doing the right thing for a period of time, you should be able to get your rights back to hunt and, and whatever. So I'm just that guy. People may disagree with me all they want. That's how I feel. And, you know, you should not have your past held over your head for the rest of your life um, unless you're not changing your ways. And then and then that period of time should probably would be extended. So at this point, the way I see it is a felon with a gun. OK, so if you're a felon and you know you're a felon and you're not supposed to be in possession of a firearm and you go back to doing drugs or you go back to the streets doing things you shouldn't be doing, robbing houses, whatever it is that you're a criminal doing. And you decide at some point, you know, you're a felon and you should not have a firearm. And 
you acquire a firearm and you start carrying a firearm and you know you're not supposed to because you are a felon. And that is, uh, I know that is dictated to you as a felon. That is said in court, that is said uh, in your paperwork, that is said by your attorney. I'm sure if you're, you have a good attorney, he should tell you that. Um, your family, uh, people in the community, you're not supposed to have a firearm if you are a felon. You know that. You go back to your criminal ways, you acquire a, fire a firearm. So you automatically know you're a felon, you're not supposed to have a firearm, but you go and, and premeditate, premeditated, you go find a firearm, you acquire one. So now you know that you're a felon with a firearm, so you're already breaking uh, federal law. Um, you are carrying this gun, and, and why would you be carrying this gun? Why would this guy, David Ware, be carrying a gun in his car? He's carrying a gun in his car for the intention of using the gun, uh, whether it be in whatever situation or just to defend himself. But he's a felon. He's not allowed to have a gun. You want to defend yourself. Somebody pulls a gun on you. You have the right to defend yourself. And I feel even as a felon, you have the right to defend yourself. But you do not have the right to defend yourself with a firearm if you have not been had your rights reinstated or had a pardon, period. That's how I feel. That's how the law works. Um, this guy should have never had a gun. He did. Uh, should he be tried uh, death penalty? I say two officers down, uh, innocent, lives innocent life was taken. His actions and his career criminal path and the fact that he acquired a firearm with the obvious intention of using one. You don't go get a firearm if, you're, if, you, if you've never been in trouble and you have a firearm maybe your intentions are, aren't to ever use it. It's just to defend yourself or maybe just for shooting at the range or hunting. But when you're a criminal, I'm sorry, but my opinion is your mind state's different. When you acquire a firearm as a criminal, your intent is to use it. Um, how do you improve that, uh, prove that or uh, prove that intent in court? I'm not an attorney. However, I always have said and feel if you are acquiring a firearm as a criminal for any reason, you know you're a felon, you know you're, you're a guy that robs houses, you know you're a drug dealer, uh, you are planning on and you have intent to use that firearm in a act that is not good. It is not meant for good intentions that you have that. And you are determined that at the time you're going to use that, the intent would be to kill. You're not shooting someone to hurt them or injure them. You're shooting somebody with a firearm as a criminal to kill them so you can get away. And that's just my opinion on this situation in this case. Uh, so I think this guy, I, you know, I, I pray that, that justice is served for the families. I pray that justice is served for both sides. I pray that the officer that, that survived can, can regain, uh, gain, gain service again. I, I hope if that's his intentions is to go back and, and be a, a police officer again, he should be. Um, if they can find the capacity for him to work, I think that would be an amazing thing and a real show of strength. Um, but, you know, support your law enforcement. Uh, they are just getting beat up and kicked in the nuts every five seconds around our country uh, between these protests, between things like this, the, two, the shootings that just happened down in Texas. Uh, a couple more just happened. And I, I forget which state uh, the lady lady put, put a tourniquet on her, her partner's arm. Uh, who just got shot while she's got two bullet holes shot in the face. Um, I'm sorry, man, if you're not supporting our officers and you think it's okay um, for, for innocent men and women who are doing their job to be shot and killed and or maimed, uh, I am sorry, you are the scum of the freaking earth and you need to support our officers. Uh, there, there is good and bad in everything in life, but 
if your opinion of, of, a, of a person doing their job, good or bad, is that they should die or be killed or be hurt, um, you're a sick individual. Um, nobody should be hurt. Nobody should be injured. Nobody should be maimed. If somebody is bad, we have laws that, that address that uh, civilly. If we want to go back to caveman days and handle things with, you know, sticks and gun and, and mallets and rocks and start beating each other and burning each other at the stake, uh, we're, we're not going forward in time. You know, the, we're, we're, we're reverting back and um, everyone wants to blame the president. Uh, I don't ever hear our president out there doing saying anything about hurting people. I hear him saying justice should be served, law and order. Uh, you break the law, you serve your time. Uh, I think that's a very good stance. So support our law enforcement. They do not deserve uh, the kick in the pants that they're getting these days. Um, and real quick, I'll touch on a few other things. There was a, uh, a settlement reached on the Breonna Taylor's uh, wrongful death lawsuit. Um, there was also some news that um, apparently something came out or was released or leaked about her maintaining or managing some money for her ex who was a drug dealer. Again, do your research. I heard the story, don't know too much about that end of it, but her family will receive some money. And part of that, um, part of that 12 million that her family will receive is part also has in there that there will be some police reform in Louisville. So pray for that family. Uh, you know, what a mess. Um, what a mess. Um, so Israel did, does, they did sign the deal establishing family ties with two Arab states at the White House. Uh, Biden campaign manager, we talked about that. Justice Department opened a criminal invest investigation into uh, into Bolton's book. So John Bolton, uh, guy gets fired. Uh, all of a sudden, he's got a book out, anti-Trump. Uh, before he was even fired, he was kind of pissed at Trump, anti-Trump. This guy's a warmonger. Uh, he, every administration in politics in his whole entire career, this guy has been a go-get-em war guy. He's pro-war. Um, he, he's... Every politician that even has spoke about this guy talks other than the people that are aligned with him for anti-Trumpness uh, have spoken to the degree of the nature of his character. And his character is very pro-war, very um, oh offensive, so to speak, uh, about uh, our, our relationships worldwide. And he he's a bad bad character in, in the mix of things. It's good that he's not in, in, in the White House or holding a job. Um, his book is, and now they're opening an investigation because he did say a lot of things, do a lot of things, and he released a lot of things that potentially he may or may not have got cleared by Secret Service and the, and the administration um, that, that could maybe not be legal to be in a book yet um, or approved to be released legally. So that's where that one's going. Uh, we got a life-threatening storm expected to hit. Hurricane Sally uh, targets the Gulf Coast. Now, we've already got battered by one storm. That wasn't too bad, you know, for some people. For others, it was destroyed stuff. Um, and, and it went up through, uh, its path went a little further than most thought, and it did some damage. So this one, you know, pray for these families in the path of Hurricane Sally. It's coming. It's going to hit the Gulf. It may dissipate. We'll see. Um, but anytime there's a storm or a an act of nature that you know is coming at you, man, be prepared. These wildfires, same thing. Um, you know, if this fire, wildfire is coming to you, leave, uh, evacuate immediately when you have more than a few miles from your house to do so. Uh, winds can shift, things can change, uh, act of God. Uh, let's be real, your house, your possessions, I don't care if you got a million dollars in a safe sitting in that house, it is not worth losing your life because you're not going to spend a penny of it. 
So pack your money and go or leave. Uh, it's just money. You know, um, that's, that's hard to say for a lot of people. It's hard for me to say it, but leave. Don't don't. There's nothing your house, your car, uh, custom hot rods, money. Leave the area you're at if you're in, in front of a, a wildfire or a natural disaster like that going on. So uh, Pelosi blasts the skinny deals. Uh, oh, Pelosi's back at it again. Um, they're they've they're now apparently off vacation and back in session. Now at, nobody can leave the house until we get a deal. Is her new stance on it? In the meantime, uh, we've been waiting for months for her and the Senate to get together, our lawmakers, and freaking get off their high horse and make a deal, not for themselves, for us, for the American people. And they haven't. Um, and I've said this before. There's an episode of this on here. Our congressional leaders are a failure. Uh, she's a disgrace. Um, the, the Senate's a disgrace. Any, any, any act, any politician that's sitting in, in the House or, or Senate right now, and we as the people that have needed it, businesses and families that are struggling, lost their jobs, had to board up their businesses, these people are scum. Uh, these politicians are idiots. And the media's got everybody at each other's throats over left and right and Democrat and Republican. And everyone's missing the point. It's really about getting these freaking idiots out. So that being said, um, that's an update on Pelosi's BS. So uh, and that goes on both sides. Don't you know, I'm not trying to lean to the right as much as I do. Uh, but fact of the matter is that lady had more than enough time while the Senate has still been in, in session doing things. And these people t decided to take a, a hiatus because they thought that was the high road. And so the U.S. has, has suffered for it. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Uh, I might do another news update later. Uh, you guys have a great day. Dean at Two Party Podcast signing off. Two Party Podcast, we use Anchor because it's such an easy platform to uh, get get advertising and sponsors over a variety of different areas where you can get your podcast heard on different platforms. Uh, it's easy to upload. It's easy to add content. It's easy to delete and edit. Um, it's just a very simple platform. Helps you get your get off the ground. Kind of help you get your podcast moving forward um, and simplifies a lot of things in the business that that typically you wouldn't know and you'd have to learn. So it, it does help with the learning curve. So we we really appreciate and use Anchor uh, as well as. It's many other platforms we've tried. Anchor seems to be the easiest.